0: to another episode of Transforming Trauma to Triumph. I'm your host, Diana Min, and today we have a very special guest, Jen Eden, who I'm so excited to have on because she's such an inspiration, such a light in the world. Mm. You can tell by her energy already, she hasn't even said anything. (laughs) Um, Thanks so much, Jen, for joining us.
1: Thanks, Diana. It's my pleasure to be here. Trauma to triumph is like what life is about. So. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Mm. So, uh, for the, for those of you that don't know you or not familiar with your work, uh, please share with us, like, who you are, mm. what you do, and, and, and who you help.
1: Oh gosh, that's like the big bomb that we all get dropped on. I was like, where should we begin? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll just keep it real brief because I know <clears throat> it's helpful just to know. So I've been doing sugar addiction work. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little over 16 years wow. and I've got three kids. I'm a mom, I'm an author. I wrote a book, woman unleashed. I've had my own trauma. We'll get into and, and how to transmute that into what you see now, which is, you know, I pull from my joy every day, waking up. But, um, my favorite part of what I do is I help sassy, smart women who are driven Who can't figure out how to look and feel their best Mm. and they don't know how to put the pieces together but they know addiction is a big piece of it. And that's why diets and other programs have it worked. And um they come work with me as a recovering sugar addict my whole life. And then we just start with the food and the exercise and the gut and the adrenals and then you get your life back. And um it's been profound work and I'm extremely grateful to be here and to share it. So
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. -hmm. You know what I think about that too, where people don't realize like how damaging sugar really is. Um, and it's almost like it's the sugar addiction is almost like worse than like heroin. Right. Um, but from what I've, I've, what I've been told, it's like the way that the brain lights up when it gets sugar, it's like, it's, it can be really toxic to, to your body and to your life. And what's crazy, just as more of a personal share, but I've actually not been able to have any processed sugar for the past three months. And this thing I'm doing with my, uh, traditional Chinese medicine doctor. And I feel great.
1: Wow. Yeah. I feel head's got to feel clear. Yeah. So sugar is the most socially acceptable legalized drug in this country. Wow. And it lights up the brain the way cocaine does. There are studies that are done Uh and because it's socially acceptable, we're the odd man out. I mean, for me, I teach women how to kick and manage the cravings and the addiction. It's not about being out unless right. You're on a healing journey. Um, But it's just socially acceptable, and it's in everything. Um, And we feel like we're missing out if we reduce it or take it out. So I teach the sugar-free method of how to have it in or out, depending, but you're in control. And you're 100% correct. It is the most highly inflammatory thing you can consume. I'm just going to stand on the record now (laughs) and say that. Um, And good for you having it out. You feel light. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I miss frozen yogurt, but it's okay. <laughs>
1: I love that. Well, we find other ways to do it if it hurts your body.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've actually learned how to make chia seed pudding, so that's been my thing. And it's All like, right,
1: it works. It I works. i work. can talk about banana fruit smoothies and <laughs> the consistency of ice cream.
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh without <laughs> the cane sugar.
0: Yeah. Well, I know that you have been doing this work for a very long time, but were you always this empowered and were you always this like amazing oh. light in the world or what, how did you get oh, yeah. um, to where you are now? And I know you're in your RV right now, which will touch Yeah. Back. Yeah. Like, like,
1: like here's my window. I was doing, oh Yeah. My God. yeah we'll awesome. get to that after, but I do live in a rig right now
0: so cool
1: one year one year is coming up on mm-hmm.
0: that's amazing that's the dream that's the dream just seeing america living in nature and just traveling with your family i mean that's incredible
1: unhooking from what society says it needs to look like that is so much of the work you do yes i know it from having the trauma which i'm happy to you know just touch on that my life wasn't always pearls but i think we talked about this when we were deciding you know hey should i come join You know, this amazing um, event. And the more light you see a person have now, I truly believe it's because they've learned to manage their dark. Mm. And so I've had a lot of dark and a lot of mental illness in my family, um, a lot of addiction, which is why I do what I do. And um, when you learn to manage that and it not become you, I know you get that given your history. And you manage it and heal through it, heal past it. I had a lot of addiction growing up. I was a very sick kid, so I didn't know I was allergic to dairy and gluten. And my mom didn't breastfeed me, so I was on soy milk. And, so I, and I, I was born with the cyst, so I needed surgery my first year of life. And I was on antibiotics the first year of life. I was really a mess, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And um, between dealing with the family's bipolar and depression and parents in and out of, I mean, I could go there you know, psychiatric units and stuff. When you're that young, I believe that the human spirit is meant to thrive and more than survive, but thrive. And then it goes through stages, which I know you teach as well. So I was in survival for a long time and then thriving. And now I teach, right? This addiction piece to help women get past whatever their, their stuff is. I don't, you know, their challenges. Um, but it was so, like I had a lot of dark, and I'm always I live in gratitude now that I was able to overcome that and um, teach other women how to do it now as well, so they can be mid forties, three kids or no kids, and like look and feel great. You know, age is just a number. So I teach that. Is that is that good? I don't you know. Is that helpful to hear like that? Yeah,
0: no, it is, it is. So you were having so many health challenges as a child, and you didn't know that you were allergic to all these things. And I'm sure back then science wasn't as, you know, advanced as it is now. Like health and diet and all that stuff wasn't as prevalent as it was now. So how did you find that out? Like did you just have to go on your own, like, research? or
1: Well, like so many women who are here, right, who are – Watching this, we don't give up, right? So winners don't give up. So we just keep going. Yeah. Listening to things like this and seeing naturopaths and doctors and acupuncturists. And I tried everything. And then you realize, you know, I teach something called tuning in, Mm -hmm. that the body will actually tell you what it needs if you listen. Mm. And so birth of a couple of kids, still not 100%. And I was like, you know, I think I need to dig a little deeper. And then you have the conversations called, gosh, do I really need to take certain things out of my life? And since we're talking trauma, certain people, right? And so what I teach in the sugar freedom method is health and triumphing. I love that word, right? Feeling triumphant in your life is a full picture. It's your career. It's your health. It's what you're eating. It's your relationships. It's your spirituality. It's money. It's it's all these pieces. And so I started to put them all together. And now I just know there are certain things I just cannot have. They do not make me feel good. And I believe you can be allergic to people. So (laughs) I realize I'm allergic to some people. And that's okay, too. And when you give yourself permission to take care of yourself, you turn out (laughs) like this yeah and, and you know, and it's not like I'm always like this. it's an up and down, but the beauty is when you have the tools, the way you teach as well, I love your stuff, you can get out of whatever dark you find yourself in. Does that make sense? yeah, yeah, absolutely so so much I have sense. a lot of tools in the toolbox,
0: yeah, you know, I think for people and and mm-hmm. I notice this as well, you know when I'm working with people is that people have very poor boundaries, right, as far as what they deem good enough for their consumption, whether it's food, whether it's energy, whether it's people, right? Like, although they can maybe be allergic to foods, people's energy, right, whatever it is, they'll still kind of like, all right, I'll still accept this or I'll still do it or I'll still eat the sugar or I'll still hang around with these people. And it's like, you know, how is it that, you know, you were able to just be like, no, uh, this is not healthy for me. So I just, choose- you know, how do
1: you, how do you I find that? it? I love I've got an answer. So, and I keep referring, and it's not that I don't mean to, it's mm-hmm. just the method came from me. So I always think in like methods now. So the yeah. the sugar freedom method. Like pre-module one is how to redefine guilt, right? So we feel guilty releasing people from our lives or, not eating what Grandma, Grandma Nona, you know, my Grandma Concetta um, would serve. And, and I find that it's the stuff going on up here versus us making it about ourselves, which is what I teach. How could I take better care of myself today? And if I didn't eat that or see so-and-so today, would that make me, would I feel better? And would that maybe help them because I wasn't doing it out of guilt But I was doing it on a day when I wanted to see them or wanted to eat that piece of cake or drink that wine with my family. You know, it's, we do it a lot of times out of guilt and shame and stuff. And so we do that to ourselves as women, as a culture. So I had to unlearn that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That taking care of myself is not only okay, but it's mandatory, especially as a mom of one and then two, I mean, I have three kids now um twelve and under and it's like survival of the fittest as mom and I don't mean like body, although it's nice to feel good in your clothes. But like I don't want to repeat the cycle of what I grew up with. And yeah. Mental health is about self care. Yeah. And um when you have that predisposition in your family for mental illness and depression. And anxiety and every addiction known to man. You start to learn that you're not at a disadvantage. You just have to be more mindful than, let's say, my husband who doesn't have that and wakes up friggin' cheery, Diana. I'm like, how do you just wake up that way? And he's just. I learned that we're married 18 years this year, and he his brain is just programmed different. And so I teach that with women who come see us, and with the method, that when your brain is different, it's okay, but you got to know how to take care of yourself. Yes. And, um, yes. And so self-care. So I see it as self-care now, not being bad or not a good, you know, Catholic or whatever religion or, you know, Italian. Italians are very tight. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do reframes. Right. I know you do, too. I reframe the situation, so.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people and I know you may work mainly with women is like women tend to be the self sacrificing, like role in whatever relationship they're in, you know, and it's almost like, um, We forget that, like, mm. how we show up in the world really mm. comes from how we treat ourselves first, and honoring ourselves, and honoring our needs, and and taking care of our health, right, and all that things. Because I feel like women are tend to be just such nurturers that we're always just like giving, 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 and we forget that, like, the the person that we need to give to first is ourselves in order to be of service to others. You know,
1: hundred love, yeah. yeah, and it's a circle to me, so we think the giving, but what about the receiving? It completes the circle. Uh, Only half a circle. If you don't do the other side of it, which is receive, receive, receive. And, yeah. um, yeah, the weight loss and all this stuff and the, the better health and, and the joy you're like, Jen, you're smiling. Well, Hey, I knew this was going to be fun today. And I love knowing that I'll be spreading this message to a large audience. So that immediately like gets me excited, but I've learned to receive. Mm. And, um, it's the spice of life and and, and it's cultural, you know, societal that we do it to ourselves. If I see one more woman and not bad or good, I definitely don't allow it. I don't teach my girls it, but women will like, they have their cape on, you know, like they're Wonder Woman or super mom. And like, Like I'm calling that It's not okay. I don't want a cape. I'm not perfect. Um, At three o'clock I will be laying in the back 20 feet away. My kids know like, wow, mom hit done. And I will just lay flat because if I don't, I'll be in the fridge. I'll want a cocktail. And while well, that stuff is okay, I only want it when I want it. Yeah. Not when the cabinet can't stop calling us. Yeah. And it feels out of control. I don't, I don't do that anymore. And I teach that. So self-care really does help on some level bring control back. Yeah. To the addiction stuff and mm-hmm. rest the body. Just rest the body.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's such a, that's such a good point about the emotional eating aspect of it, right? And I want to talk more about that because I actually have a few clients that actually struggle with emotionally eating and, or being able to implement, even though they know what they're supposed to do, they can't get themselves to do it or they start doing it and then they kind of fall off. So like, what is something that you, you know, recommend for someone to really be able to stick to, you know, what, what they know is healthy for them, but then they can't get, um, like get over that emotional hurdle of like, well, I, I w- I need it to make me feel better.
1: So good. So now we're in my world, which I know differentiates me, which is wonderful from so many other things that are out there. So it's the addictive brain that is talking. And so when I learn that there's like almost more than one brain an addictive brain or addictive side to us. call called the sabotager. I don't like that word. I find when you have a high level of addiction, which is, by the way, is not a bad thing. I'm highly addicted, but, like, that's part of who I am. I own that, right? That's what gives me the light. I just know how to manage it. But for things like what you're talking about, so I love that they have you, support is is number one. Yeah, I teach about stabilizing blood sugar. And tuning into what is bothering you in that moment at eight at night when you're like, I have to have that glass of wine, which leads to two or three. Yeah. Or I have to have, you know, that cookie mm-hmm. or like something or the chips and salsa. I've heard it all. But number one is having support from mm-hmm. someone who gets you, mm-hmm. who gets it, who has been there as well. So that, as women, we think strength means we got this. No, strength means we got this as a team, as a tribe as a community and um, sugar freedom method women, I call like we know when we're having a moment, it's so nice, right? To have the support the way you have yeah. with your women. So that's number one. Number two, something is bothering us. If it's night night time, there's something bothering us. And if we don't scratch the surface and look at that, we will keep going to the food, the sugar, the way you said it lights up the brain. Mm-hmm. We'll keep going to that to give us that natural, well, it's, it, it's not a natural high. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like feeling a little low, had a really long day, let's just say, or client stuff was tricky, or if you have lawyers, or I don't know, I work with a lot of professionals, and they're like, or, or moms, you know, it's like, God, long day. And so they're feeling low. Yeah. But they don't know that there's other ways to feel high without mm-hmm. necessarily eating or drinking something, right? You don't always know that until, well, I teach it. I mean, and so I say, let's give you a buzz in a different way. And then when you wake up the next day and you feel good and you look good and you start to notice you don't quote unquote need it anymore. Yeah. That way you break the habitual cycle. So it's a couple of things, right? It's emotional, it's habitual. It's, you're feeling, is that helpful by the way? You're feeling low. Yeah. And then, so I teach many different ways to bring you back up, mm-hmm. and then I teach just go friggin' have it, just don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. the you beating yourself see?
0: up about it is not healthy. Have
1: it. We the other day, I love her. She's new in the yeah. method, and she was like, I had pizza and I had like three glasses of wine or oh, tequila. I love tequila, and I was like, she's like, oh, and I was like, and I emailed her back. Was it fun? Like <laughs> it was, I've been eating so clean and just wanted that day. I woke up not feeling great. I'm like, great, let's get back on. But as women were so tight with no and has to look a certain way and yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. If you have an autoimmune condition or something else yeah. that you could suffer for a long time, but ah, we have to have more fun. That, so yeah, it's many facets, but having yeah. the support and the accountability Mm-hmm. Is number one to me. A lot of times we live in our own heads and then we, we think we're taking two steps back when in reality that was the biggest breakthrough you just had having whatever you ate. You just didn't view it as a breakthrough. Well, I teach it view it as a breakthrough and let's keep going. Yeah. It's a very powerful way to look at mistakes mm-hmm. or whatever we call them.
0: I think that's so important, too, because, you know, and I do this with a lot of my clients is really having them understand that part of the path of healing or transformation, growth, evolution, whatever, is about falling off and then choosing to get back on. You know, and not staying off. And that's the path. I, and I, I'm like, no path is perfect. You're not gonna be perfect. You're not gonna, you know, it, it's, it's so much more stressful to try and be so rigid with yourself and think that, you know, you're just gonna be on this straight and narrow path forever. You know, sometimes you fall off, you get back on, you fall off, you get back on. And like you said, the falling off of it and the getting back on is part of that breakthrough, is part of like, I'm deciding like to, that. you know, put myself first, to yes. honor my needs, to yes. put my health first, my relationship, you know my relationship with myself first, my energy, you know, first before that, and so recommitting, right? Recommitting to the path okay. as is is part of it, and I think that's so great that you allow, you know, the the women that you work with to to enjoy <laughs> their life because what is the point of doing all this work if you're not enjoying it, right? If it's not
1: fun. You know we see them super fly shape because women are like how how do you look so good? Why do you you know three kids? Do you diet? I don't do any of that. Yes, it's taken me a long time. And yes, yeah, it's a long time. But consistency is number one. And number two, I laugh a lot at myself. (laughs) And number three, I teach that perfection is some made-up word, that diet companies, exercise companies, all these programs will sell. And when I tell women, like, what my week was like, they're like, oh, my God, my mentor And my coach has these weeks too, and she can still look and feel great because she learned to get back on quicker. And yeah, I also don't eat a lot of that stuff ever. I mean, I do on occasion, but I'm more addicted to feeling good about my life and where I'm headed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than the food that just addicts the brain. So yeah, I'm with you. It's about just getting back on. I love that you said that perfection (laughs) is perfection. It's a made up, just like you fail. Yeah. No, you fail as if you quit and you don't do something else. Then, all right, maybe you fail. But then just get back up and do it anyway.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, for mm-hmm. you know anybody who's watching this right now that is kind of in a place where they yes. are either not feeling their best mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, right, relationally, what is something that you can offer them that they can maybe implement now that'll get them somewhat on, you know, their own journey? And then also, obviously, um, we'll talk about the journey of you if that's something that's uh, of value to them.
1: Okay, I love that. So I always say first answer, right answer. So I had two. Number one, I find that um, when we think about ourselves too much, So I have a lot of depression, yeah, and anxiety in my family lineage. Nervous breakdowns, and I get it. I know where it comes from now. That's for another day. But more importantly than where it comes from, I realize, noticed, and now teach that you can't occupy your brain with two thoughts at the same time. So Mm -hmm. if you're feeling very down while you're hearing us speak in this particular interview, if you can have gratitude or think about something you would like to do for somebody else, you can't feel bad about yourself. So in my days where I'm like, oh, I can feel my brain chemistry is off, cause I'm, I got three kids, brain chemistry's gotta be off somewhere. <laughs> and I'm a woman, right, and still menstruating, and all this other stuff, yeah. just to keep it real. That's real, and depending on what you eat before your menstruation, oh God help us. Your so messes <laughs> with your hormones and everything going on in the world, yeah. Women's hormones are very sensitive to world energy. Mm-hmm. So I find if I get out of myself, and I'm like, who can I give back to? What can I have gratitude for right now? Mm-hmm. I cannot feel as low. Now, I didn't say I don't feel low because I have that in my family, and I can go there. I can go dark. But I've trained myself on never to go super dark, and I know women know what I'm talking about when I say go dark. But um, you can't occupy, your brain can't occupy two thoughts at the same time. So, number one, go think about somebody else. Go volunteer. Go have some gratitude for your life somewhere. That's number one. Oh, I love my family. My loves. My loves. This is such an organic interview.
0: It's all good. I love it, let's girls. Keep it, let's girls. keep it real and authentic.
1: <laughs> oh, Always. 42 feet of space. Oh, apology accepted. I love them. Number two is eat more fresh fruit and vegetables. Wow. What we eat forms our blood. Mm -hmm. Our blood goes into our bodies, Mm -hmm. helps bathe our cells, feeds our cells, feeds our mind. Having a bad day, my family knows. I don't personally touch cane sugar a lot. Mm -hmm. That one for me is my kryptonite. There are other sugars I teach can work. For me, it's my kryptonite. really messes with my mind. But, Just eating. Forget taking out. Don't do this. I don't know. I don't know. Some people teach. What if you just ate more organic fruits and vegetables and just feed your your mind Mm -hmm. better? Uh, Those two things alone could change your life. Now, I understand if you're like, well, that's great, Jen, but I'm feeling really low. Or I just had something recently that feels traumatic. Yeah. I understand maybe you can't do both. Pick one. Yeah. an apple instead of a candy bar. I don't know, eat some strawberries instead of a glass of wine. I, and you'll get a similar hit from the sugar. Is that helpful? Yeah,
0: yeah, so, yeah.
1: Those are my two ideas.
0: Yeah. I picture myself eating celery while writing uh, what I'm grateful for on the fridge. And I think both of those would actually make me feel really
1: good. <laughs> if you like celery. You, if you are watching and you're like, celery, uh, we don't care, Diana and I. Eat what you like. Not that method always teaches. Yeah. Eat what you like. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's healthy. It feeds your brain. And it yeah. does make a huge difference. More than I can share. Do it and then email me. Be like, oh my God, Jen, it worked. Yeah. Works.
0: Yeah. I think I think the most important part of like what you said, which is gratitude too, is like yeah. shifting the focus, right? Because a lot of times I think when people are going through challenging times or their, you know, tragedy hits or like a heartbreak or whatever it is, they tend to like go like you said, go dark to like focus in on mm. what's wrong mm. and completely ignore all the other blessings that are in their lives. So, you know, I think like you said, just shifting the focus to what can you be grateful for And how can you take care of yourself now, right? Sometimes a lot of times we expect other people, the world society to take care of us and to have our best interests that meet best interests um, in mind. But in reality, we have to prioritize ourselves. We have to prioritize our health, our emotional health, our physical health, our spiritual health in order to feel good. That is nobody's responsible, but responsibility, but our own. So it's like, Yeah, taking that, taking charge of your life and really investing in yourself, whether you need support, whether you need accountability, right? Whether you need a coach or, or just reach out to a friend and and build that community around Mm. you because not, no one that has ever succeeded has done it alone. We all need support. We're all here to support each other. And yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, I love that.
0: I'm so grateful uh, for your energy here today. Tell me, tell us actually. about what your free gift is today that you'll be offering to our audience. And yeah, please.
1: I love that. So I wanted to give you all a copy of my book. Yes. It's in PDF version. It's called Woman Unleashed. It's perfect, right? Energy, confidence, and how to kick sugar's hold on you and for sure at least get cravings under control in seven days. There's some really cool stuff in there. So I... It just makes sense. And it's written about four years ago. And when your energy's up and you're feeling confident and you feel in control of what you're eating to some extent, I just say like you're the boss of you. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So – I'm offering that. I'm assuming it'll be a download or something.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll should come up it should yeah. come on the screen right now. that hmm. transforming trauma to triumph.com forward slash Jen. And then a link will also be available in the email that you got this interview in.
1: Great. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Love that.
0: Thank you so much, Jen. It's oh, such a pleasure. Awesome. Such a pleasure. Oh, I know. I know you have the rest of um, your day to go exploring your RV <laughs> and be with your kids, but just appreciate your heart, your light, all of your insight, mm-hmm. your wisdom. I'm so grateful to to have thank shared you. this space with you. And yeah.
1: Let's go help some people. And thank you for having me. And you all can find me. I'm Jen, Ed and everywhere. So. Yes. I can help in any way and Diana is magic. I don't, yeah, she's magic. She does it. Yeah. We'll just Thank leave it you. at that. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Okay.
1: Um,
0: thanks. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Transforming Trauma to Triumph. I'm your host, Diana Min, and we'll catch you on another episode in your inbox tomorrow. Have a beautiful rest of your day, everyone. Thank Bye. you Thank you.